The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody, and welcome once again to Sports Roundtable. I am Bob Branco, and this is episode 293, dated Monday, June 19th, 2023, Juneteenth. That's what we are today, Juneteenth. I think they should call it Emancipation Day, but that's a subject for another time. Before we continue with our sports program, let me introduce some panel members that we have so far, hoping that the remaining panelists will arrive shortly. We start out with Peter Alchil. Good afternoon from sunny, hot, humid, disgusting Columbia, Missouri. Disgusting? Yes, disgusting. Okay. It's, it's summer in Missouri. I don't like summer in Missouri. Uh, what what can I say? Okay. Don Wardlow. And hi there from Jersey where it's warm, but I wouldn't call it disgusting because I don't live up by like Jersey City or anywhere where there's factories. Now that you talk about disgusting, Peter. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Luther King and Reverend Michael Garrett should be here shortly if they're not here yet but if either of you gentlemen are here let me know i'm sure that if you're not you will let us they're know. not here they're not here yet bob all right thank you marianne you're welcome by, by the way i do want to thank marianne for being our host today uh, for taking the time to help us out we appreciate that very much marianne thank my you. pleasure you're welcome i also want to thank raymond gay our editor producer i also want to thank the media outlets for airing us when they do Tom and Lynn from Rosie's Place, who posts our shows on their chat line. And also Jacqueline Sylvia, our web designer, who archives our programs on my website. All you have to do to find those is go to www.brancoevents.com. Arrow down until you get to Sports Roundtable podcasts. Click on those and you will see our archives from latest to earliest. Your cue, Peter. Oh, I wasn't paying any attention. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> merci, Jackie. <laughs> We're going to open our show to participants, but before we do, let me drop four brief headlines to throw out there, and then we'll take it from there. We'll have everybody decide where the show is going to go from there. Bruce Cassidy wins the Stanley Cup. Is that karma for the Bruins? We can talk about that. Jack Jones of the New England Patriots arrested for gun possession. Okay. We can talk about that. The Red Sox sweep oh, the Yankees. The Sorry, Don. We could talk about that. And Bradley Beal goes to Phoenix. Wow. Is he a good fit there? We'll find that out if people want to ask that question. So without further ado, let me... Ask Marianne if there are any hands raised, and we can have our participants talk to the panel. Not yet, Bob. Okay. Yep, we just popped Troy. Troy just popped his hand up. Troy. Troy, we're going to visit you tonight, Troy. We're going to go visit you, Red Sox. Go visit the Twins. Yes. Well, you know what? This is what I think will happen. But but, the Twins will improve from their one to three record against the Detroit Tigers and the bot. And the Boston Red Sox, they're going to be so overconfident by their their uh, three-game sweep against the Yankees at Fenway Park that the Twins are going to win three out of four against Boston here at the target field. 
Brody, Troy, I hope think- they I hope they demolish them, Troy. <laughs> Go twins. That's revenge talking. Yep. They, they, that that Friday game, that was a disgrace. I don't even know who was pitching, but 15 to 4 or 3 or whatever. 15 it was. to 5. As a matter of fact, your boy Aaron Boone brought in a position player. I've never understood the use of position players on the mound. Why managers continue to do that is beyond my imagination. I'm serious. It gets laughed at by the announcers. Well, and, and the thing is, they, they seem to do it more regularly nowadays. Uh, well, I heard they clamped down on it a little bit this year. You can't use them as freely as you used to. No, but I think uh, when I started listening, I don't recall a time when we brought in some, some when we brought in some position player to a pitch. I, I just don't recall that. The, the earliest recollection I have of the Twins bringing in somebody pitch was they brought in Michael Kadire to pitch, I believe, back in 2009. I remember him. He was an outfielder, right fielder. Yep. Also also did play third base to some of the Twins. They brought him, brought him in to pitch against the Texas Rangers. But, um, yeah, but it seems like in the past, I don't know, six, seven years, you can't go go through a whole season without at least one outing by a, a position player. So, Troy, do you think there's something wrong with baseball? When you take a team like the Red Sox, who happen to be in last place with a winning record in their own division, <laughs> if you put them in the central right now, they're either going to be tied with the Twins or they'll be ahead of the Twins for first place. Yep. Baseball's landscape is warped at the moment. Yeah, well, right now the Red Sox failed. They would leave the Twins if they were in the Twins division. Thousand five hundred. Amazing. So, I don't. This is nothing new, guys. This has been baseball's. What's the term I want? Uh, modus operandi for a good many years. I mean, going even back to the real old days when they had the first division and the second division. You know, the same teams were up at the top and the the same teams were down at the bottom then. It, 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 nothing nothing has changed all that much. The haves still have and the have-nots basically have not. Pittsburgh, Kansas City, you know, one great have-not, and I want to take a minute if it's not too much of an interruption, is last year's 100-game losing Cincinnati Reds just got done taking eight out of nine on the road and they swept the Rangers and they swept Houston doing that eight out of nine. The only one out of the nine that they lost was to the Kansas City Royals. But this is not your big brother's Reds team. This isn't last year's Reds team. They got a bunch of new talent the most well-known already is Ellie Dela Cruz. You know, he's been a big prospect with them and now he's made his way up and he's, he's done some serious hitting. They got a guy named McLean who's done some hitting. Uh, Will Benson hit a walk-off in his first game as a major leaguer and their TV voice, John Sadak will be on my podcast the baseball lifer which will be available this friday so hopefully some of you you know subscribe to that and 
give a listen. We, we talk not just about John, which I thought we would at the beginning of the year when I made the initial um, reach out to him. I didn't think we'd be talking about the Reds because I didn't know they were going to rebound from the kind of team they were last year. But we're going to talk a lot more about the Reds than we do about John. I wasn't necessarily referring to the haves versus the have-nots. My thing is, all five AL East teams are ahead of the first-place team in the Central. Which is amazing. I don't know how unusual that, in fact, is. I remember last year... uh, you know, the uh, the Mets and the Phillies and the Braves are all playing, you know, well for good chunks of the season. And then you had uh, the uh, National League Central, you know, sort of clustering around 500 at, the, at their best. I don't know how unusual this, in fact, is or isn't. It's just except the, the Nationals the, and the Marlins in the East were not ahead of the Cardinals or the Brewers. Well, that is true. That is true. Yeah, this this, this is a quirky this is a quirky thing. I don't know if anything's wrong with baseball per se. It's just weird. Um, and we'll, and um, who knows? Maybe what one of the uh, 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 AL Central will begin to catch fire. Who knows? Like the Chicago White Sox. Do they still have it in them? I don't know. I don't either. Yeah. I, yeah. So I want to ask you a question, uh, Troy. I know this is not about baseball, but... Um, what are you hearing about the Vikings and and the their running back uh, Cook, who appears to who who's been appear who appears to be on his way out? If he's he's not out already, um, what are they going to do to to replace him? You know, I haven't really followed that too closely. I, I but it seems like to me Cook is going to probably be gone from here if if he isn't already. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, you know, my football following in the off season is kind of minimal. So like, I wouldn't be able to, I like, I would have no clue as to who the Vikings would want to target, um, you know, but, but, for, but, you know, I did see, come, I did come across something on Facebook this morning. I think, you know, there's talk the Vikings want to sign Justin Jefferson to a new contract and, uh, apparently, he still has his rookie contract, and I guess they're waiting for that to run out before they try to before they try to negotiate the more lucrative deal. But that's just what it seems like is going on for Justin Jefferson. I would have thought they would have maybe worked on worked on getting Jefferson signed to a longer term contract at this point, but apparently that has not really happened yet. So that that is the Vikings news. I can tell you. Well, I, I, you know, I know you don't follow football, but my sort of take on the Vikings is they last year they had they were incredibly lucky. They were good, but they were incredibly lucky last year. They won every close game that they played in, and uh, that's that has to uh, go. You know, the 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 probability of that happening is pretty small. I can't imagine they'll be as good this year, uh, and so we'll have to. You know, of course, we're a long way away from the football season, but you know. Uh, cutting their running back strikes me as a very, really risky move on their part, even though he, he's, you know, he's, he's up for lots of money. I mean, I'm sure there are lots of teams. I heard the dolphins wanted him and a few other teams like that, but uh, I'm not sure Minnesota, if you're making the right move, uh, I guess, I guess we'll find out, you know, uh, uh, in September when the, when the season starts. 
What is everybody's thoughts on the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes? I I hear the Patriots are going to get him. I hope so. I hope uh, you know. I but uh, now they have another problem. Their star cornerback got arrested for gun possession, so that may make them go out in the free agent market to sign another corner. Will that affect the capital for DeAndre? I don't know. I don't know. And, and the problem that the Patriots have is they're already viewed as the worst team in the AFC East, you know, with the Jets and the uh, uh, Bills and the Dolphins all being, you know, improving themselves a lot. At least the Jets theoretically have improved themselves. I'm not sold on on Rodgers being as good as people say he is. I'm not either. I, I, I know he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I get that. I'm not. I agree with that. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm not. He, he's had a great career. I'm just not convinced that he's going to be you know, the Jets savior, as it were. But I guess we'll find that out also. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's he's playing all the rules. He's playing all the games. He's, you know, at all the practices and, you know, be, playing nice to the New York media. But anybody who's been in New York, uh, as I was for many years, and Don, you know this, the New York media is 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 vicious. brutal. Yeah, vicious. I mean, they really... Vicious, so. yeah, Just like the Boston Marcellus. media can be That's when right. they want to be. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, the, yeah. the whole Northeast media. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Don. Guys, you know, if you don't mind, I'd like to get back while we have a guy from the Central Division with us, and that is this this the Yankees could never do. The I want to get this right. The Mariners won their game yesterday five to one, even though Chicago's Lance Lynn, ex-Yankee, by the way, struck out 16 Mariners. Wow! If if my Yankees, I'm sorry, if they had 16 men strike out, there's not a way in God's creation that they would win. I mean, it does take something special. The 69 Mets got struck out 19 times by Steve Carlton, and thanks to two home runs from Ron Swoboda, they won anyway. And I don't know how the Mariners did it. I want to get a, a look at that game. And I will after we get off the air. I only found out what Lance Lynn did, striking out 16 Mariners and not winning the game. And the team doesn't. Those five runs may have come in bunches. Yeah, I want to find out. I sure don't know, but that's something I wish my Yankees could do. (laughs) Speaking of that, I did want to touch on something I wrote to all of you about this. This rule about how a starter qualifies for a win, that has to change. I don't like the way that rule is worded. Good example happened on Friday night between the Red Sox and Yankees. Tanner Houck pitched four innings. Granted, the rule states you have to pitch five to get the win. And the way the rule is, is if the team maintains the lead for the whole game, and if the starter doesn't qualify for the win, the official scorer has the discretion to pick the winning pitcher from the remaining pitchers who pitched. There's a problem with that. What if your starter pitched better than all the other pitchers that the scorer needs to consider, even though he doesn't qualify? Doesn't change the rule. The rule is what it is and needs to be. And I wrote to you about why it needs to be. So you don't have guys going only three innings and getting taken out and getting credit for wins and having 30 or 40 wins that they don't deserve. Here's the problem, though, uh, Don. Joe Jakes got the win. He gave up three runs in two innings. He was the worst pitcher on the mound that night, but the the official scorer gave him the win. Yeah, that I would not have done. I'd have given it to anybody who pitched more effectively than that, but (laughs) I'm not the official scorer, and I never would be. I'll tell you that. 
we have a couple of hands. Oh, if you don't, you don't have a guy hit in the face that often. You 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 you've, you've talked about how being taken out for no apparent reason after four innings of. Oh no, he was hit in the face. Right. That's but that's a special thing. That's a hope to God. That's only a one in a thousand fluke that your pitcher gets hit in the face. You don't want that to happen. Yeah. He'll be out for a while. He has a fracture. Right. Wow. You don't, but you don't want them, you know, pulling these guys for no reason and having them get cheap wins. I, I agree with you, Don. Uh, Bob, we've all talked about how, you know, getting pitchers pulled, you know, early is a major problem of baseball. And I don't want that to be, uh, that to be encouraged. As Don also said, this idea of, you know, being hit in the face is just, it's just an unusual circumstances. And sometimes, you know, rules, don't make sense in unusual circumstances, but you know, I, I think we all agree that, you know, giving the guy the win who, who gives up three runs makes no sense at all. You know, that, that's just, and the, and the official score has the option of making, making that call. That's what I didn't know when we, when this conversation yeah. started, he just needs uh, to examine his data a little bit more thoroughly. You don't I, award a pitcher like that, the win. No, that that's crazy. Uh, all right. So who do we have? We have uh, Malcolm. Oh, Malcolm. Malcolm. Hey. Welcome. Hi, guys. Hey, Hi. Well, San Diego. What did we do San for Diego you? Did, San Diego did pretty well. Yeah, I was just I was just going to comment on that. Welcome yeah. from San, sunny San Diego. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Snell went out Saturday night. 12 strikeouts. 17 strikeouts for the team against the Rays to win the game. Um, you were talking about strikeouts. The team, the relievers, plus Snell's 12 and five others from the other three pitchers, 17 strikeouts against the Rays. And we beat them two out of three. Just boasting here. I believe it is. Um, You know, I I look at it, the Padres are not playing that well. They're seven and three in the last 10 games, which is good, better than the Dodgers. Um, but to go against the Rays that are supposedly supposed to be the best team in baseball to win two out of three, I think is a feather in their cap. And seven out of three is not bad, you know, especially since the Dodgers are are not, are not being, are not playing very well right now. They're in fourth place, 35 and 36. Who the the Padres? Yep. Yeah. 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 And and, well, I mean, the, uh, the Dodgers lost. They're in third place. uh, The Dodgers lost two out of three to the Giants of all, of all teams. I, th- I thought it was three out of three. It, it, yeah, maybe they were swept. I I know it was they a sweep. Were, yeah, it was okay. a sweep. Uh, then I, I I'm I'm corrected. Um, and then and then in the same vein, we're talking about uh, managers like okay, the Giants swept the Dodgers three out of three. Uh, I believe Bud Black's the manager for the Giants. Is that correct? No, I, it, Bud Black. I thought he was with Colorado. Oh, the Colorado. Okay, well, and then Bruce Bochy's with the Rangers. Right. Look at the Rangers are hot this year too, oh, and I they're think unbelievable. Yeah. I think they have the and, second best record in the American League. Yeah, and that's Bruce Bochy who went to the Giants after he left the Padres and got one or two World Series with the Giants, and is now with the Rangers. I look for him to repeat there. But who would have thought the Rangers? Talk about a comeback team. They were terrible the past few years. They're getting yeah. the starting pitching. They're getting their starting pitching, yeah. and they have a good man. Well, and Gray and Duvaldi. We should get guys like him. Uh, well, and and, and they <laughs> everybody should, and and their hitting is you know that's really what's what's carrying them. From what I'm, I've been following the Rangers too closely, we need Michael uh, uh, Garrett to help us with that. But um, I I've listened to some of their games, and they're just you know, uh, Alex, they, they see, 
seem to be doing really, really well for themselves. And, and to talk amongst the players is, is Bochy talks baseball, lives baseball, and he's easy to get along with. That's what they like. Well, that, that seems to, seems to work. Uh, but, you know, the, the Padres, the thing about baseball is like every other sport. It's, it's such a long season, you know. Mm-hmm. So, the, uh, you know, the Padres might get hot, and next thing you know, they're in second place and are in, the, in their – I don't think the Dodgers ultimately are going to be, you know, are going to be, uh, uh, you know, the worst team in baseball. But you know, Watch they, out for yeah. Arizona. They're another superpower right that's, now. I, that's right, yeah. I can't right. take Arizona seriously. But maybe, maybe I'll be surprised there too. What I'm trying to say is these teams like Arizona, uh, like Texas, it's still we're – not, we're not halfway through the season yet. So um, we'll, we'll just have to see. Uh, it's it's nothing to sneeze at that you know they're or we're approaching the halfway mark at the end of yeah. at, the, at the end of next week. I think we'll be at the halfway mark, but uh, yeah, there's still another half to go. And you know the Yankees, for example, you know uh, as much as I'm delighted that they lost three to the Red Sox, Judge is out. Um, you know, and and when Judge gets back, the Yankees play really really well. I heard I heard a. Uh, Stat, I can't remember what it was, but Don, you may have seen this too, that, you know, when Judge is playing, the Yankees are like so much better than when he's not. I heard the splits too. Yeah, it's an, it's an amazing It's a night and day difference. But he rarely he plays. Has. That's I the thing. So. Uh, I mean, he rarely plays, but when he does, keep in mind, it's kind of like the LeBron James effect. It's kind of like any great superstar or any great player that you have. When he's on the floor, you're, you're going to most likely more often than not than say, oh, he's off the floor, he's off the floor, he's off the field, he's off the ice. Take the Florida Panthers, for example. They're leading guy in game five. He Good played job. in game four. When he didn't play in game five, as you saw with the Panthers, where was the scoring coming from? But uh, yeah, yes, yes, and Luther. The problem with that argument is that I think the Florida Panthers would have gotten killed in Game Five, regardless. You know, they were playing. Point, really, but yeah. it, but it, it, at least the Panthers would have had a chance. Yeah, if he were in there. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Um, that's all I'm saying. No, I, I get your point, but but for a Judge, it's really stunning because baseball usually it's not quite as dramatic when you have that kind of a uh, you know a, 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 a player. Uh, and especially since the Yankees have other players, you know, you think that they could at least uh, maintain something, some some semblance of mediocrity when Judge isn't there. But they obviously, they have an unknown they, outfield. They, they, they have they an unknown cannot. outfield right it's, now. It's it's the, it's the land of misfit toys when it comes to the outfield. <laughs> and they're entirely too one dimensional. Even when they, they they, there's play. a lot of teams nowadays that are too darn one dimensional. No, you, you, you have... my, my, my car, the Cardinals playing the Nationals right now. They have five two. Almost every every run they get, unless it's it feels like unless it's a home run, they don't put the ball in play. They don't string stuff together, and that irritates me to no end. You got sp- you got more than enough speed and talent. Use it. Uh, Malcolm, th- is there anything else? Is Malcolm Malcolm still there? Malcolm in the middle. Yes. Anything else you want to say anything about else? Uh, anything else? Uh, about- just one more brag about the Padres. They yesterday's game was the 28th sellout at home. Uh, they broke their own record of 26. I'm glad they're, they're not, selling out. It, I, I am too. And I'm surprised because they're really not doing as well as there ex- was expected. But if they continue at this pace, more power to them. 
the Dodgers, the, the, the NL West, the NL Central, basically all these leagues that are pretty much so top-heavy, don't be shocked if all these teams that are not doing well now mm-hmm. come and play before the season is over. Yeah. I still have faith in my team. You have faith in yours. I wouldn't yeah. be shocked about the Cardinals and Packers are fighting for either division or a wild card spot because there's enough spots that if you okay. get hot at the right time, look at what your team did last year. Didn't win the yeah. division, but you got the wild card. Yep. You got hot. Last team into the party. For, for I'm looking for this year, too. Team. For the Thank record, you guys. I, I do not have faith in the Mets, just for the record. I've uh, never had faith in the Mets. Well, I mean, but, but, I, but, they, but they were they were great last year. They, you know, I mean, they, not, not, P, that that what what do we talk about? Last year and this year are two different years. I know. I Every understand. team's going to be different. And but, they picked up a but, couple but, of aces. You, you would think that, that are basically are pitching like garbage. Yeah, this is this is not, okay. I'm sorry. All we right, have sorry. we have another hand. Who do we have? Yeah, Go Charles. Ahead. Charles. Hi, Charles. Hi. I am kind of. Uh, <laughs> pessimistic about the Dodgers because in the past two years they've lost three of their front line front line hitters uh, Seager and the two turners and now they have the problem of pitching Noah Syndergaard's not going to work out he's washed up Noah Syndergaard's a disaster yeah he's- yeah and uh the other starters are are okay except that they're injured um you know, Urias and uh, and uh, the, 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 the rookie, what's his name? But anyway, and their relievers are are stink. <laughs> you know, they really that do. that ball that bullpen doesn't help much. No, it doesn't at all. They've lost so many uh, um, leads this year. It's it shows that they're really not uh, capable of performing a, a, a relief job. I wonder but, if the Do- I wonder if the Dodgers are regretting. So, so you know, ho- hopefully they'll pick up a couple of or one or two relievers at the before the trade deadline, which they d- usually do pick up help at the trade deadline. But at this point, it's hard to be optimistic about them. Do you, um, think, do you think they're regretting Canley Jansen not resigning him? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, he. At least, at least he was consistent in the back end. Yeah, he was. I have JD Martinez. Exactly, yeah, he's helping JD, a lot. But he, he's not a Seager or a Turner, though. No, I mean he's good, but he's not a Seager or a Turner. So I, I don't know. I, I just feel that uh, they tried to save some money in order to sign Otani, but you know they ought to got to take care of uh, this year before they think think about next year. It's Moneyball, everybody. We're going back to yeah, that. We're exactly. going back to that. Exactly. We're going back to Moneyball syndrome. And for a lot of teams that don't know how to, you know, work the system to their favor, like Moneyball with the Oakland Athletics or lack thereof, <laughs> it's coming back to bite you in the butt. Speaking of, but they're gonna, they're gonna have a chance to make a good deal in Las Vegas now that the legislature passed well, they're they're yeah. close they're close on what i saw was last week excuse me but anyway i also had a comment about the nuggets oh yeah the world champion yeah. nuggets yes well it's a historical note check check kern who used to do the laker games i remember uh, the late great yeah i always used to call them the nougats, <laughs> the nougats. did he do that on purpose 
I don't know. Probably. Probably. Well, I don't don't, don't, don't think I don't think he did it on purpose, but back when he was doing he had the Kiki Vanderways and other guys. Yeah. But anyway, he he, he did that consistently. He Chick Chick was a smart guy. Yeah, he, oh, you know, yeah, 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 you know, to say that he didn't know how to pronounce nuggets is beyond me. It was deliberate. Yeah, it, exactly. it, it, it was. It, most of the time, it was hilarious, especially was, when you already, knew, especially when you already knew the Lakers were going to win by at least half a hundred for the third quarter. Yeah, it, it yeah. was. It was trash talk. It was subtle trash talk. I, I think. Uh, so but, um, I, I just want to go back to the Dodgers for a second because I remember uh, Mitch Pomerantz coming on the on our show and saying something like. You know, he's not very optimistic about the Dodgers either. And the Dodgers' no. problem every, every year uh, is that they, they play well enough to, to win the uh, National League West, and then they fall apart in the playoffs because, they're, they, you know, they're, they just aren't that well-built a team for, you know, for the playoffs. Well, and now, now they seem to be not that well-built a team for the regular season either. Exactly. You, look, you look at the Arizona Diamondbacks, you look at the San Francisco Giants, they're I don't see the Diamondbacks staying ahead. I I, I don't I don't either. But hey, but if they the keep, Giants, if they if they keep doing what they're doing over the long haul, yeah, the Dodgers we'll could be finishing third in the division, not second. Well, well I, I think it would be either the Giants or or Padres ahead of them. Yeah, but not the not not the Arizona team. But but as you but you know Arizona's coming. Yeah, if they if they keep on the trajectory that they are and they keep managing it correctly, Could and that's be. a big if. And, and and as and as I said before, you got on the air, Luther. You know, we haven't reached the halfway point of the season yet. You're right. You know, it's you know and that's look at, it, look at, next week. Look at the, the Dodgers do have a history of making good trades. They do, they do. Um, yeah, but at, but at what but at what point do you say, okay, you're making all these good trades? What about these people you drafted? Like yeah. at some point, don't you don't you feel like you have to? Well, that's what they're trying to do now with all the young pitchers. You well, I mean, that's nice. That's why you have the mentally system. So maybe some of these kids aren't ready. Well, we'll see. Anyway, thank you. Thank, thank you, lady. Charles. We Bye. have a lady Come at the table. Again. We have a lady. Yep, who's, Teresa. Who's the lady? Teresa from Arkansas. Hello, Teresa. Okay, there you are. What is, um, I don't know, I know it's uh, something we can't do anything about, but and it's a done deal, but what is it about Las Vegas acquiring everything and seems like they've got them from, oh, they've taken them from Oakland. You know, the Raiders went to Las Vegas and now the, um, the Oakland A's are about to go there. And I'm not sure where the Golden Knights came from, but they, they nowhere they, they were they nowhere. They're an they, expansion they club. Up. They're only about three or four years old, and they no, they're the no, they're six. Yeah, six. It's they're six. six. All right, okay. six years. They okay, won, they won but the, the a but the A's and the Raiders both came from Oakland. So I'm just Correct. what is up with all that about Las Vegas getting? So let me, I let think me, it's let me, more let me, about Oakland than about Vegas, Teresa. Yeah, well, it, no, it, it's, it's, it's okay. been it's been more about Oakland for a while. Because if you stop and think I know about that it, Oakland is a Oakland is like a probably a very financially strapped city. Well, not only that, let's take it one step further. When we talk about stadium subsidies and what my, Rod Manfred said the other day, late in the week, you're putting the onus on a fan base that likes their team. 
when you don't show support and say, hey, fans, we're doing everything that we can to keep your team here. At the end of the day, it comes down to ownership and money because it's Vegas is. Oh, yeah, Vegas got the Vegas Vegas is a, the money. Vegas is a gambling capital, and it's soon going to be right. a sports town. It's already got it's already got, you know, the um, NHL. It's already got the NFL. They've already got the WNBA. So when they get, you know, the MLB and the NBA, the NBA can't be far behind. I can't. Imagine. Oh, the, the the NBA ain't far behind. Yeah. And if I if I if I had to speculate, and I think we're having the voice of the NBA, we're going to probably bring this up with him in our little half hour segment. Would it not shock you if Vegas and Seattle are back in the NBA? Not Seattle, at all. Seattle returning and Vegas making a debut since they already got the Las Vegas Aces in the WNBA already. I want to I want to go back to to, to this whole thing about but stadiums. Of course, the the um, Seahawks went to um, Oklahoma City. No, that was, no, that, that was the that was the supersonic super supersonics. Super yeah, super supersonics. Right. I mean, now, here, okay. now here, here's here's what I hope happens. Speaking of that, before we move back to the stadium subsidy super for a second, here's what I hope what happens. I hope that when Seattle comes back, the Sonics come back, and they take all their history, Seattle history, and allow them to come back with that. That would be the easiest solution because they, they were supposed to keep the Sonics part of the history there in that deal, if I'm not mistaken. Why did they leave in the first place? Money. Money. So I want, um, I, want to, I, I want to talk about this. because I, I just don't see Oklahoma City. I don't see Oklahoma City a big sports hub for anybody. Look at the NBA. I mean, the, right. the NFL may not show up there, but if the Arizona Coyotes don't find a spot, would Oklahoma City be an option besides Houston? Wouldn't shock me. Right. So I'll, I want to talk about this whole stadium substitute thing. It's one of the things that really bugs me. Um, I'm going to mute now. Uh, uh, um, you're welcome to hang because I'd, I'd be curious about your, your reaction. So here, here's my annoyance. All the research that I've seen says that those cities who subsidize their sports and pay lots of uh, tax revenue towards subsidizing their team lose money. And I, I think my theory is what's going on is the Oakland uh, city has decided, you know what, I'm, I'm sorry we're losing our teams, but I don't want to, you know, we, we don't have a lot of money to, to, uh, to, to uh, you know, to throw around these days. And I don't want to waste it on sports teams. I can't, I can't be fiscally irresponsible That's for right. you to do what you continuously do to have a sucky product that we have to pay tickets and everything for. And I, I just so, think that, I just think that the, the the Vegas is throwing money left and right at uh to get sports teams in, and this and the owners aren't smart. They you know we live in the United States of greed, as is one of our uh, guests usually says. And so we're one of our panelists. Panel, well, no, that was Mitch Pomerantz who originally said it. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, but but you, you get the point. <laughs> you know, if 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 you know if we're going to be a, a greedy country, then you know the owners are going to go where where they can get the the best subsidy. And right now, and that's what it is, comes down Vegas. to at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Because the owner is like, hey. If I don't get what I want here, 
I have another option in mind. That's a nice little dangling carrot that I'm going to go chase after. And, and, by way, and, and look at what my, Rod Manford said about the athletics. He's like, the support has to be with the fans. I mean, I'm sorry, but you don't put the onus on the fan and demand them to show up when your team stinks. Well, and I think Manford's trying, you know, to shame the city council and, and giving the, the giving the uh, the owners, uh, A's owners, more money. And, and Sorry, the of, and the city of Oakland basically said no. No, did you guys hear what happened? You're, you're you're basically asking us to do more. That's did right. you guys what, hear what happened in Oakland last week? I forgot what game it was, but the crowd was chanting, "Sell the team!" Yes, <laughs> sell the team. I mean, so, it, it was it was the God. it was the reverse boycott. Yeah, the That's reverse boycott. And by the way, how many people came, came for the reverse boycott? 28,000. 28,000. The next night, there were only it's, seven. It's, it's <clears> ridiculous. <throat> it's totally ridiculous. No, they're, you know, no, the A's, of course, are going to leave. And uh, I wish that we lived in a, in, a, in a less greedy country, but we live in a, we live in a greedy country. And this is, this, is what, this is what the consequences. And speaking of this, notice what happened in golf. I mean, we don't follow golf. Ah, yes. But, you know, we, we have the... Uh, PGA, which is the U.S. thing, oh, and the merger, and they have the yeah, merger with with with, 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 yeah. a, with Live, which is Saudi Arabian based. Saudi Arabia is throwing lots of money at sports, and guess guess what happened? The PGA folds into LIV, and now there's a lot more money, which may be ultimately a, a, a win for the players. I don't follow golf, but at the, but at the end of the day, guess who's going to lose their job? Monahan, the commissioner. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Monahan, the commissioner, basically played. Oh, this is the for the nine eleven families. Stop with stop with the stupidity. Yeah, stop, I mean, with, it, stop with the insulting of our intelligence, please. Can we do that? Well, obviously, this, you, this has nothing to do with 9 11. It's got everything to do with basically, oh, we need our stars back. That's what yeah. it comes down to. And Saudi almost Arabia, every, almost every company that has dealt with whatever has had to deal with another foreign country or vice versa. And this is why Saudi, and Saudi Arabia has lots and lots of money to throw around, and they, they're going after golf because they yeah. can. Because they can. And by the way, there's now rumors that they, they want to go after the NFL as well. Oh, they're oh they're look. If they have their way, they're going to. What would would it not surprise anybody on this panel if they go after the MLB as well? No, I don't know if the NLB is in, has, makes enough money for them. But no, you know, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, would you be surprised if you start seeing rumors that Saudis and MLB could get into talks? Well, I, not be. I, I mean, if I'm, I'm if I have Saudi Arabia and I want to throw lots of money in and make my country look better because of sports, sports, I can do oh, that yeah. more power I, I, to me. Right. But they're gonna, I, if, if I have a choice between baseball and football, where am I going to go first? Football, football. Right. You're so football first. I, I don't know if this is actually going to happen, but there's talk about it. I saw an article today. And I mean, I, I'm hearing the same thing place. you are. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it, it would not shock me. It's it's Heck, crazy. They could go into the NBA too. If, if, they, if they're really brazen about it, I you know I I think they're gonna. I don't know what they're gonna do, but you know this, they, 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 this could this could be this could be a sports monopoly that you know the likes we've not seen in quite a while. I I just wish that that we as a country would sort of come to our senses and say money isn't everything. I, that I don't, ain't happening. I don't, I, I don't want I don't want to preach too much, but but you know what what's happening is that 
our businesses are becoming more and more international. Our sports are becoming more, and that's you know that's okay. It's already there, Pete. A, yeah, I mean, but think about but it, it. It's sliding, slip sliding, you know, to the point slip where sliding away. Yeah, yes. exactly. And you know, and I, I guess that's that's okay. But there are consequences. But, but what's but the, but it, but as the late Jim Rohn would say, what count the costs? Yeah, count the costs. But but there's more that when it's say count the costs, there's there's other costs. There's more than money. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's like the it's like the it's like the everyday man, man and woman who want to go to these events can't go because of everything is now being charged. Well, I'm not even sure the fans are as important as the TV contracts. We've talked about this before. Well, you know, of course. You know, I mean, the, the, the poor guys who, who spend lots of money to go to a game and then the game gets changed the last minute to, to, to fit TV. more. Yeah, what the NFL is going to try to do from week 13 through 18 with the flex schedule. That's right. So the fans are but the that, one- But that won't be the, after the first three months of the season. So basically from the last, what, month the last, plus. Yeah, the last, right. You basically, if you can't go, oh, sucks for you. Happy Thanksgiving, but you can't go, right? Because so, we so, changed it. Yeah. So if, if I'm if I'm scheduled to, to go to a game and I, I'm, I pick I have my tickets, and the game starts at one o'clock, and then the game gets gets changed to Saturday to a Thursday or a Thursday or a Monday. Sorry, you're out of luck. Sorry, you're out of luck. Out of luck. No you refunds. Know. Yep, no refunds. I mean, this is, you know, this is crazy. This is craziness. But you know, we all know what's what's dragging the nose of the team. It's not the fans. It's the it's, it's the money. It's, it, yeah. it's the TV contract. It's the TV know. contract. And uh, that that can't that can't be good in the long run. It can't. It just it can't. won't be. I mean, yeah. if, if, if they were smart, they would have kept all the local TV channels. Still been able to to build with their you know Amazon product, and you still would have had a nice number. Instead of just having select markets carry the Thursday night game on Amazon until the game's over, then NFL no gets it. Yeah, it, uh, sports that that part of that deal never made sense to me at all. So sports. Teresa has her hand up again. All right, Teresa, Teresa go, go ahead, ahead, Teresa. Well, this is a um, maybe not be quite related, but you're talking about Saudi Arabia um, and golf, and my thing is. Um, and, you know, a lot of those countries over there, you don't see men and women in the stands together watching nope. the games. Or you watching do not. The matches. And, and that, you know, that kind of has me baffled. But I was, um, you were talking about money and greed, too. And it made me think of something else that I was going to share. Um, I was listening to this thing late one night on um, ESPN radio about the uh, building of the stadium over in Qatar that had you know hosted the soccer match and there was a there was the human cost mm -hmm. there was and they um and I they probably got it off tv but I couldn't see it you know I, I could only hear it but you could I could hear these trucks and everything and I didn't know what was going on until a minute later I could hear these women weeping and crying and they'd brought in a lot of these Nepalese men uh to help build this stadium and you know and their living conditions were horrible and of course they had to work out in the heat and they um, washed their dishes after they ate their evening meal a lot of times it was dark and they washed their dishes outside you know as I said their living conditions were horrible 
And this is what happens when money drives everything. It, it's cheap, just it, basically, it's, yeah. basically and they cheap did, labor. But they, had, they, they, they got very cheap labor and they didn't care in one iota about the people who were building the stadium. They were just guys from Nepal. They were just, you know, but a lot of these women, they were weeping for their husbands, their sons, their brothers, whoever. Yeah, I, I saw that report too. It was, it was heartbreaking. Uh, it really was heartbreaking. It was. Uh, yeah, I, you know, and and we we I, I don't want to get I, I I'm you know Saudi Arabia is not the United States, guys. No, but whatever it's not. whatever you whatever you want to say about Saudi Arabia, you know, uh, you know Saudi Arabia is using this sports, you know, to to uh, make themselves look better. That's what this is they're about. You, they're using the vehicle of sports with money to make themselves. Oh, what look do you guys think about? Country. What are you guys thinking about uh, a football game in Germany this fall? That's not surprising. I mean, they did it last year. Instead of one, they're going to have two. That's true. Yeah, you know, and Germany, you know, whatever you want to say about Germany, Germany's, you know, is 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 a respected country, and you know, they it is. But but where is this going though? Why do we need to play football in Germany? I I I I think somebody eloquently put it best. At some point. We are going to have an international conference with teams in Germany and a lot of travel and other places. There's going to be the, Europe, there's going to be the European division of the NFL is what I've heard. That That's what I'm hearing as well. Yeah. You know, with, you know, in England and in Germany and maybe, I don't know, Spain or someplace. And, and I don't know how that would work in the, in the, in the I'll, I'll put it this way. Keep your ears on the first team that plays a game in London every year. If they don't get what they want with Florida, in Duval County, watch for Jacksonville. What to move to London? Could I mean Shad? Look at look at Shad Khan. They have a home game there every year. They at least take one of their home games every year and play overseas in London. At eight thirty kickoff. That's yeah. You know, it's yeah. For the I, international, I, it's, it's, it's sort of hard to imagine that happening because as Bob, as you said, the travel will be a nightmare. Um, although having said that, flying from uh, Tampa, I'm sorry, Jacksonville to California is probably the same distance as flying from uh, uh, England to the East Coast. Yeah, but how about California to Germany? Yeah, well, that's a different conversation. But, <laughs> well, that's a different conversation. But but, but you're right, Bob. Your 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 point is your point is well taken. I I I I find that hard to believe it would happen. But given given what's going on these days, uh, you know, it's something we should at least. I I kind of I kind of wish to bring back NFL Europe. What they had, you know, for like a spring league, and they just play that. But I, it, but but if they can make more, again, we come back to money. If they can make more money creating a European division and, and exactly and into the NFL, uh, you know, uh, why not? You know, I mean, I mean that, remember, remember the old NFL Europa when they had the Ryan Fire and the Scottish Claymores and all those teams that played at least a ten week schedule. I didn't pay attention to it, but I, I vaguely remember it. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember. I mean, I listened. I listened to some of the games, and they were on radio. I mean, some of the, I mean, but the supply outweighs the demand. So where, so where are you going to find, you know, enough players to play? Oh, there, there are plenty of football players of you know college football players who would love an opportunity to do something like that never mind what's going on in europe and other places speaking of speaking of money one there's one thing that really puzzles me uh and it has to do with the wnba the women's uh professional basketball women's national basketball um you know which which is which is growing like crazy from everything i'm hearing yet 
Uh, I am not aware of any, like, uh, like ESPN will carry weekly NBA games during the NBA season, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, NFL has radio coverage during the NFL season. Baseball has the game of the week uh, and yep. so on and so forth. Radio and TV. The WNBA does not. Well, not, they, not, on, not on radio, they don't. And I wish not they, radio, but they have it on ESPN too. They'll I, have it on ABC and they'll have it on ESPN. I, I get that, but I guess I'm I'm being a bit selfish here because because during the off season, I agree. The, the only thing that's going on is baseball. This strikes me as a really good opportunity for the WNBA to say, hey, you know, uh, what what about our driver? coverage? Yeah, what what about what about coverage on you know? Let's get a radio contract for Sirius XM or you know or or or, or tune in or something so that those of I, us. I tried to find some. I tried to find a few of the WNBA broadcasts and the flagship stations. The flagship stations that were there, they don't. I, don't, I guess they don't allow them to stream or why? I don't know. Because there's but, but, not many but, radio broadcast teams. It's really too bad because the you know it, I think it would it would it would it would and even college women's basketball is growing like crazy and you exactly can, you can get women's basketball on Sirius XM all the time, uh, it, if, but you can't get the pros. It it makes no sense to me at all. I mean, have, have you seen the articles on the states and cities that could be in line for expansion for the WNBA? I, I have not here in here in Nashville could be back. Wow. Houston. One of the original franchises could be in the mix for it. The Carolinas could be in the mix for it as well. So, I mean, there, there's an article out there on the teams that the cities that could afford a WNBA team. I mean, I think that'd be terrific. I mean, the WNBA is growing like crazy and good for them. You know, I, I'm exactly, I, you know, if I, if I could find a convenient place to listen to some games and I would be, I'd happily pay attention. Oh, I would be so in. It wouldn't even be funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to follow my Huskies after they graduate, but it's just not happening. Yeah, it's too bad. It, well, it, it, I, it's the too Connecticut bad. Sun have a perfect opportunity where they are, either with WTIC or 97.9 ESPN. And egg. while we're at it, let's bring my Jody Ambrosio and be done with it. Yeah, bring he him out of retirement. Oh my goodness, he he was so good. Oh, now not so that good. not that Bob Joyce is bad. No, Mike Crispino is a current voice for the men. Uh, but for the for the women, it's Bob Joyce. It's Bob I, Joyce. Oh, I man. loved when Joe D called the women's games. Oh my! Well, remember, goodness. remember at that time when you know Jody was the voice. He was doing all. He was doing football yeah. and both men's and women's hoops. Yes, he was. Him and Wayne Norman were doing both men's and women's hoops until lots, until Bob um, Joyce was ready to go. Yep. And and he also had lots of ESPN radio. He was very good. On oh ESPN yes, radio too. He was very very good. Ba- MLB Sunday Night Baseball host, Sports Center anchor. He'd be in the studio where Steve Lennox is as often as not nowadays. Now, with the WNBA, though, shouldn't there be a sponsor first to trigger this whole thing? How much I don't think there has to be. I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, they, they have sponsors, but the question is is there going to be a network? Is there going to be, is ESPN going to step up and do the coverage? Because I thought at one point that they did with the WNBA, but I don't, you know, remember how that worked. I just think I'm I'm surprised ESPN Radio hadn't stepped up and taken that. Yeah, that that really surprises me too. They've got everything. I mean, we'll we'll talk to Cassie about it, but that that's something that I think they might need to, you know. I mean, because I, 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 you know, once uh, the the world's the uh, college World Series ends, which by the way is fabulous so far. 
it's just yeah, an amazing series. Tennessee just knocked Tennessee's knocked out Stanford. Yeah, I, they were they were in the process of doing that. Six that was four. a heck of a game. Oh man, six I mean, to four. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All, all these all these college World Series games have been fabulous. Every single oh, yeah. one of them. And it's oh, been great. You think you think today's elimination game was great? I know. I can't wait till six o'clock. I know exactly. Uh, me neither. Yeah, I can't wait. But you know, once this is over. Then for me, sports becomes sort of the the dead zone until football starts. Now until I do like football. until training camps open yeah. July twenty second. I mean, I I like base I like baseball and I will follow baseball. But oh, boy, sure. I, I I would be happy if the WNBA took up you know some of my. Uh, oh, I would love season. that. I I, I, I mean, know, it just seems to me. And Bob, I I don't know the answer to your question precisely about sponsorship, but I know the WNBA has sponsors. Now maybe they don't have enough sponsors, but, but I know they they, they have they have sponsors. Yeah, I don't know enough about the how they're structured and how much are they subsidized by the NBA itself, which they were for a great many years. Yep. In fact, that was Jim Rome's whole reason for them closing down is because they were subsidized almost entirely by the NBA for a while. But when David Stern still ruled that roost, he repeatedly year after year told Jim Rome, the WNBA is staying right where it is, whether we have to subsidize it or not, the WNBA will continue. And Jim would, you know, look down his nose. And may I add, he also looks down his nose at college baseball. And those are two reasons. You get no, but you get no cover with baseball. I mean, you literally don't. I don't listen to Jim Rome anymore for those reasons. He looks down his nose at those wonderful games. The games have been fabulous. I mean, at least some years they aren't as good, but this year uh, the world's, we didn't even talk about them very much at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just, when I get it's off, been the, awesome. the sports round, uh, round table, no, the in perspective show on Friday, I come in and, and, uh, 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 Oral Roberts comes back and wins the game with a three run homer in the, in the top of the ninth or whatever it was. I amazing, Gosh. just, just amazing game. Uh, and I hope it continues, but once, <laughs> but once, once the games are over, you know, then for me, sports becomes sort of, you know, not very interesting until we get to, you know, the football season. Um, and again, Florida took a couple with three bombs in that great big ballpark in yeah. Omaha, where normally you don't have three home runs in the same game. But Florida pulled it off in the late game on Friday. We have about two minutes, gentlemen. Yeah, they, they went on a walk off on Friday and they basically won with no mound vists left last night against Will Roberts. Yeah, that was crazy. And that, I'm like, okay. And Malcolm has his hand up again. Yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm go sure. Go ahead, quickly. Malcolm. We give you okay. time. Okay, real quick. Uh, remember, whoever has the most wins. And what is the unlikelihood of Arabia forming a football league in Europe and having a Super Bowl between Europe and America. It's the been battle, tried before. It didn't work. The, yeah. By Arabia? By Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia. Uh, by Europe. Yeah. Or Europe. Huh? No, I, they I, don't I, have the money. But Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia does have the money. That's Saudi, the Saudi does. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's why I say yeah. Saudi Arabia form a league in Europe, the European League. And they have a world. They have a Super Bowl at the end. America against Europe. And by the way, uh, the, who's who's to say that some of the you know the the, uh, uh, the the best players of the NFL with with more money out there will go exactly. to Europe? Now, Malcolm, are you saying after our Super Bowl we have this other Super Bowl the week after or two weeks after? 
Uh, I was thinking just one Super Bowl because that would be a super Super Bowl. It'd be the World Championship. The world. The world. The world oh, that's if the they States. become part of the league overseas too. Yeah, but exactly. our guys would kill them every year. It wouldn't uh, be competitive. I'm not so sure. That's remember what happened between yeah. the NFL, the NFL and the AFL back a, a thousand years ago. Back in 1970, you know, everybody thought that the NFL would win every Super Bowl for the next hundred years. And guess what happened the third year? The Jets yeah. beat the Baltimore and, and that and, and, and that, that coach that Pittsburgh went on their run and well and, yeah and then they, they that, that after, 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 after nineteen seventy both the both leagues merged and yeah. now the and NFL swallowed up the AFL and, and Las and, Vegas buying up teams is because they've got the most money and exactly. those casinos can put in money because. When you go for a bo- football game, you're going to go Saturday to watch a football game Sunday. Or are you going to spend your time in a casino? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, even for the hockey team, Malcolm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you know? they've got racing. They've got NASCAR that comes there once a year, oh, yeah. Saturday and Sunday. And the teams, the play, the fans stay like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They make a weekend. And now they've it. got Formula One going to have a street course in Vegas. You think Formula One is rich? They are oh, rich. Formula One Grand Prix. Absolutely. I mean, and, Formula One Grand Prix in Las Vegas, down the strip. And gentlemen, we're out of time, unfortunately. Time flies. We're sorry to cut it short, but we want to. I'm his money. Money is time, right? Exactly. You got that, right. That, that's right, Peter. You got that right. money. Got to make well, money. Thank to you, guys. Right. Uh, Don, Luther, Peter, uh, Michael, we missed you. Hopefully, you'll be back next week. Yep. I want to thank our participants. I also want to thank Marianne for being our host today. You're welcome. Appreciate it very much. And. And thank you guests, by the way. For those thank people who are listening on MC, on ACB Media 5, my email address to write to us is bobbranco93 at gmail.com. That's bobbranco, B-O-B-B-R-A-N-C-O 93 at gmail.com. Go say with God's you, blessings. And if you have questions and we can't get to them, please email them to us and we'll answer them here. We'll put, we'll put them on the agenda next week. That's what yep. we'll do. Take care, everybody. Okay, good night, all. Thank you, you guys. Great show.